I'm Ansonia with Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold, a podcast which will feature conversations with musicians, singers, songwriters, radio personalities, and historians of gospel music. You will hear conversations with featured guests telling their story in history, their contributions to the riches of gospel music, and where they see gospel music trends. We will have traditional, contemporary, neo-soul, and hip-hop gospel artists, and more. We look forward to bringing exciting shows and present great episodes to keep you coming back for more. Yes. With me today is a multiple award-winning singer, songwriter, musician, worship leader, music teacher, and Chicago Sock ambassador. And that is Paulette Triplett. She was trained by her mother along with her siblings in hymns in four-part harmony. Since the age of 10 to this current age, she has penned over three thousand songs. She started a music publishing company under BMI in 1985 called I Write for the Glory of God Music. Paulette has served as Minister of Music for various denominations for over 40 years. She has a new single which will be released this month, May 2022, <laughs> entitled I'm a Miracle, and is a co-host for the podcast, Prophetic Voices. Welcome to Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold. Hey, Paulette, how you doing? Hey, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is so nice. I know we, we talked a couple of years ago, and <laughs> mm -hmm. since then, so much has happened in your life. So so bring us up to date with what's going on. The good stuff or the bad stuff. All the you know, tell us, <laughs> tell us your story. Well, actually, all, all of it's good because God works all things together for our good. Now, if you're talking about musically, um, I've joined up with um Donna Walton and the Gospel Music Network. Um, and also I have a consultant now, which is um uh Doc Howard and his company is called Prescription. And actually, they're helping me get my music out. I mean, for a long time, just writing and writing and writing, but they're like the, the paths that I'm on right now. And through that, I got a chance to meet different people. Mm -hmm. I, I get, I've done a lot of uh, radio interviews, thank God. And actually, I get to talk about my favorite subject, which is God, and then all the things that he brought me through over the last few years. So okay. I really like to brag on them. People went through some of the things that I have, and they, had, they didn't make it or they lost their mind, but I get to brag on his power. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Now tell us how you got involved with the organizations that you're with. Internet. <laughs> you <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. And then there was a lady I met, um, Dr. Laverne, um, through the Extraordinary People Awards. And she was telling me like different people were her friends. And she was telling me, you know, that they work along, you know, with people that are indie artists, which I, you know, that's that. And everything is digital now, so it's not, which is really weird to me, because, you know, you you do a CD, you sell it, 
now you do digital and it's just different. That's and different. People, so she kind of helped me out and I'm not computer savvy. <laughs> well, you're getting there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because people tell me they're not computer savvy, but you're getting there. See, so you're working at it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You don't have a choice if you're doing digital because, you know, you want to reach people. Like I tell folks, I said, I, if, if I can't reach somebody and hopefully and influence them, I might as well just sit home and sing to myself. So I don't have a choice since internet, digital stuff is the, that's where the people are. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a great way to, to talk about a transition in styles. So mm -hmm. you went from albums, cause mm -hmm. yeah, let's, let's go back to where you, where you were on albums. Yeah. Talk about that yeah. for a second. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell us who you recorded with on the oh, album. I'm sorry. <laughs> Progressive Radio Choir. Um, shout out to Elder Alfred. I appreciate you. Well, now he's Apostle Alfred, but I was the lead singer, one of the lead singers for Progressive Radio Choir. Actually, we broke history. Um, the first song I did got known for was Hold on and Go On. The second one was Break Forth in the Praise. And the reason we made history is because Sparrow Records, we were the first choir that they had signed um, to their label. Oh, oh. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot okay. Of, a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, see, that that's history in itself. So you were the first choir. Yes. To sign with Sparrow Records. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, oh, see, yeah. that's some good that's some good information that people didn't know. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. You know, I, you know, I try to dig through history and try to find things out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things are so, so, so different then, you know. Like I said, because mostly it was terrestrial or radio was regular radio it wasn't like a lot of internet okay but it's like now it's buku's internet and everybody got an internet radio well we don't say that but a lot of people it's so many internet stations yeah but that helps you to go worldwide quicker yes I isn't think. that something yeah. yeah yeah because when i did my when i first uploaded songs on i think it was myspace i think they're out now but um we know <laughs> Yeah, I okay, know, I know. That's I started getting fans from China. I'm like, huh? Wow. Paris, the UK. I'm like, what? So <laughs> I was like, I'm thinking somebody playing a game, but actually it's a blessing because you can actually, it's amazing. You play, put one song on the radio and it just go all over the world. Mm -hmm. That's really amazing. Yeah. It, yeah. So much faster because I constantly talk about the good old days when everything was like localized and yeah, you would, you would yeah. hear things. And I, at one point I said, you know, it would really be nice if mm -hmm. we heard music from other places, you know, because yeah. being in Chicago, most of the, mm -hmm. mostly all of the artists that we heard were Chicagoans, yeah. Chicago that's, choirs, that's Chicago true. singers. Now, if you would occasionally have a breakthrough like Andre Crouch and, Walter yeah. Hawkins and yeah. and that you know although we've heard of them we buy the albums but right. they weren't getting a lot of airplay in Chicago mm -hmm. just like in other regions people were not getting a lot of airplay of different region yeah. music and with mm -hmm. the internet with the internet radio stations people get mm -hmm. music from all different regions Oh yeah, yeah well unless you're in church God in Christ then you got a lot of airplay oh, Okay <laughs> Yeah, whatever group, whatever choir was in church, and also the Gospel Music Workshop of America. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true because that was yeah. that was worldwide and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But when you think about the the difference now Ooh. and then is you know you can put your song out today and hundreds of thousands of people will get it at the same time. That's true. That that it, that's a mind blowing. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It really, really, really is. Yeah, Especially really when you is. think you come out of the age of because you and I are about are the same age, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, we know we grew up in the in the era of albums. Then it went to to cassettes and eight tracks. Yes, I love those. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing about cassettes and eight tracks. Mm-hmm. is that you couldn't go back to your favorite song unless you rewind the tape and you go miss the beginning or something yeah. like that. Yeah, A- A-track tapes made it a little easier, but not that mm-hmm. easy because A-track tapes was snap quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very, that's very, very, very true. That's if you, true. if you did too much rewind and you would get, you would, that tape would snap <laughs> and you'd be like, doggone, and A-tracks, <laughs> were very hard to replace and hard to yes that's very true yeah and then when you would have the cassettes to break you would at least try to put a piece of scotch tape to (laughs) put it together to see if it so you had to put that scotch tape on there just right that's (laughs) that is so true oh my god and then you also got music playing in the um you don't need the cds to play music in the cars and cars now Oh yeah, with the, uh, sat- the satellite. Yeah, the satellite. Yeah. So, has yeah. any of your songs been played on satellite? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, when you record through CD Baby, they um they do the distribution for you, and it's like a long list: iTunes, a- Amazon, all over the place. And that uh, there are the iHeartRadio, Pandora. So a lot of the ones that yeah, they got like this long list. They do that for you. Okay, well, you know, tell me a little bit about that because I don't know about that. Tell me a little bit about that process. It ain't free. Actually, it's in your. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, it's in your when you when you do your um when when you sign up with them for whatever your single or your album, whatever. All of that's listed. You have an option of which play places you want to play. You can have been played any. It's a one list that says if you want to, even if you're not getting paid, they'll play it there. If you want that, or you got an option where you can list the ones that places you want to play and the countries too that you want to play then. It's up to you. Okay. Yeah, but all of that's in your one-time fee. I like I said, I don't even know how they do out that is mind blowing, but they know I wish I had a company like that. <laughs> Amazing. Well, you can yeah. start one. You can start one. Don't it's never too late to start something in your uh, I've I've always said that I just interviewed uh Bishop McDowell, who oh, uh-huh. This was his first recording. He just released a, a single. Mm-hmm. So, okay. you know, and you know, he's he's up in age. So I tell people all the time, uh, I, I talked to someone who was in her 60s and she started mm-hmm. something. So, you know, you it's not too late for people to get out there and do stuff. Girl, you need patience when you're working with computers. I probably <laughs> need to be, I need oil. I need somebody to lay hands on me and command the computer spirit or something. But see, you, you're working it though. It. What, but you're working it though, aren't you? You remember the song, Inching and Inching Alone, Little by Little? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I guess so. Hallelujah. 
See? To God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you, you going... have to. I don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. You... God helped me calm down. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you have to do is just relax and take it in stride and know that you won't break it. I yeah. I spend yeah. a lot of time trying to train people on how to use technology. And mm-hmm. you would be the the key thing is that they're afraid they're going to break it. And I said, you're not yes. going to break it unless oh. you throw it against the wall, drop it on the floor, <laughs> throw it in the tub of water, something oh, like Lord. that. Wow. <laughs> we ain't gonna do none of that though. Wow. No, but well, as long this, as you this... as long as you're going for it, you're going for it and you're doing a wonderful thing, <sighs> especially yeah. now for your songs that have gotten airplay across what was your first one that got airplay in china when god made woman he made a good thing okay mm-hmm. and what year did you write that when my space was out <laughs> i don't even remember the year when did my space come out that was, <clears> that was maybe it was 1990s maybe 1990 something yeah the late 80s or something yeah because people were yeah. using I won't yeah. talk. I won't talk about those big five and a half, five and a quarter inch floppy disks that was in computers. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> right, 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 right. So, right. when you decided to start your label, your own music, um, what am I trying to say? A publishing company. Yes, thank you so yeah. much because I got stuck on that mm-hmm. word. So, what <laughs> what made you start your own publishing company at that point? Okay, at that time. We were doing CDs and um, actually um, being in the choir, I got like offers, actually being, what was it? New City Mass, I started getting offers. No, that was before then. But uh, you know, people kind of scared you, you know, when they had like, when they were doing the CD thing, you better get a publishing company. People could steal your song, they could do this, they could do this. So I kind of like acted on that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I have my publishing company. Then I don't have to beg people. And it was another thing at that time, if you were a songwriter, they like get with a publishing company, you had to pay for that. Mm. And then they might, and this one, these one people did a song. I'm like, it was country. I didn't understand that. I did, that they changed the whole, to the so song. And I, what I of your understand. songs? Yeah, they turned into a country Western, like way back in the day with the horses. And I mm. was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'll just, become a publishing company because you can under BMI ASCAP whichever one you pick and you can do your own put your own songs out there oh okay yeah so you're better so what you're saying is that you have written a song and songs (laughs) you well and you sold the song this particular one that you're talking about that went country Mm -mm. they had like publishing companies you know just like they always got something you can pay for so it's like if you're a songwriter get you a publishing company, you know, so your song gonna get published. And at that time, they're like, you paid them to add music to it. Not that oh. I needed it, but yeah, they wanted to add the music. They're like, oh, your lyrics are so beautiful. And we got we got the perfect, somebody named Dottie was singing it, it didn't go well. So I was like, you know what? Since everybody had already scared me, somebody, you need to do something with your music, you're gonna get, somebody gonna take it if you play it out. So I was like, you know, when I found out, I just go ahead and get my own publishing company. Mm-hmm. it's better yeah it's a lot better that way that way you got the publishing you got the songwriting and you don't oh. have to wait on nobody and you know what i'm saying nobody give you scams or your music sound crazy well, oh, okay i won't say crazy. 
I'll put it, let me change that. It doesn't everybody sound the way a, you want it to sound. Right. Everybody has an interpretation. I'm not country. I don't wear cowboy boots. And I definitely ain't getting on the horse. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So you're explaining something to me that I didn't know either, because I'm not a songwriter, of course. So I don't know the, yeah. the ins and out of that. And, mm -hmm. you know, well, I did. I, I take that back. I did write a few songs, but I wrote them for a play. Oh. Okay. And mm -hmm. I had them copywritten as a play. Mm -hmm. So okay. the music was, you know, copywritten as a play. So I was, I've mm -hmm. never got into a publishing company. Oh, mm -hmm. so, uh, but I did go through the process of having it copywritten, but I, I copywrote it under a play so that it was a, a group of, of work oh, as opposed okay. to individual songs. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. oh, awesome. For those that don't know uh how paulette and i met was i was taking music where paulette was teaching paulette was not my teacher she was not my teacher mr robertson was my teacher but paulette worked there and that's how we met because you you were yeah. teaching and you sometimes i would get there early and you would yeah. be coming out with your student or something and sometimes we just get get to chit chat and uh-huh yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. now I'm going to ask you a question in your songwriting. Have mm -hmm. you worked with someone who was interested in writing songs and helped them get started? Ooh, you really want to know that story? Uh, the answer is yes. Okay. And it didn't turn out well. Oh. Um, I didn't ask for anything. I didn't want, I didn't want any rights at all. I just, my thing was that people wouldn't help me with my stuff. So I wanted to help her. And I've always had that passion for people. You got a song, the world needs to hear it, whatever I can do to help you. So I did. And we end up, her daughter ended up getting involved, mistaken everything. I took, I didn't, I didn't ask for any rights. She wanted to put my, I want you to get credit as a songwriter. It was a poem she wrote okay. and I turned it into a song. And daughter got involved. Oh, she's probably taking your song using she. So lady was someone taking me to court for what? Oh my god! Like, you know what? Do that. I was like, I will tell the judge. We gonna tell the judge. Judge, I wrote the song. So he'll probably tell her how does the song go? She'll know. I sung the song. I recorded the song and everything. But you know, sometimes people get beside themselves. I just, I just, I just let it go. So she's like, well, take. She took. I took my name off. Cause she wanted to, you know, we split the songwriter. I was like, I didn't want that in the first place. Mm -hmm. I just like helping people. But she was like, I was like, take me to court. Then we can tell the judge who's singing it. We can tell the judge who recorded it. We can tell the judge who wrote it. And I, hey, we, I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But she just misunderstood. But she ended up getting some money or something for it. I, I just enjoyed it until it went sour. Yeah, but yeah. I love doing stuff like that. Yeah. It's, you know, I was talking to a lady that is just getting into uh, songwriting and uh, as an independent artist and mm -hmm. I said you know what people forget about in gospel music is that it is a business that is yes. something far different from being singing in church and right. somebody Ooh. somebody record you from the from the audience and say oh that sounds yes. good great yes. but when it comes down yes. to the business That's people good. forget that part that there yes. is and in some cases, it's very vicious. It's almost as bad as secular, 
when it comes to some of the things that happen and people will do things or say things. And, you know, I learned a lot of that uh, working with James Chambers and the Ecclesiastes oh. Community Choir because I mm -hmm. used to sit and listen. You know, okay. you learned a lot by listening. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> I wasn't in the business of it, but when mm -hmm. I found I was like, man, this is really cutthroat. And, you know, yeah. it's an industry. And they're mm -hmm. trying to like when you mentioned about Sparrow Records, well, Sparrow Records, just to tell a little history about that, was a is was a secular label under light. And then they wanted mm -hmm. to branch out into Christian music because they saw that that was getting ready to grow. So mm -hmm. they branched out a lot of these secular radio uh, labels mm -hmm. into oh. gospel music. So mm -hmm. guess what's going to come with secular label information? you're looking at the business of it. Their bottom line was, let's get some artists in here that's gonna be crossover. Uh, let's get some artists in here that's gonna make us make us money, not make them money or give them anything additional, but let's get somebody in here that's gonna make us money. Mm -hmm. And that wow. is, that's the, the, I guess I'm gonna say the backbone of recording and recording businesses. They still like the people are still, the industry is still like that. Except mm -hmm. now you have indie artists, people over us that do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. And I don't want to talk about award shows, but honestly, they're they're not for the indie artists. Not the one. I mean, I've received 30 music awards, but mm. they're not, some of them are not really about the artists, it's more or less for themselves to right. build their name to make money. And I just said, I really wish if God gave me the opportunity to have my own worship, I won't, I'm not going to do all of that. It's going to be about the people, about you, the artists. But I guess they have to make their money. So I ain't mad at them, but it's a little bit too much. Yeah. It's, you know, in everything that you do, people are trying to make money, make a living. Some, I think, try to go overboard. <laughs> with it oh but. this one minister he is like oh he was playing this song at this time i had this song out um keep praying for the children <laughs> and he's like i really love your song that another that, 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 that took me out and so his end game was play for my church mm. and i'm like uh i can't leave my church and play for well if you don't i'm gonna take your song off the radio he had lined up people. <laughs> I was supposed wow. to do a, um, a signing and everything. He should not take my eyes. Like, I can't play for your church. <laughs> wow. I'm not joining your church. I don't do so. It took me off. I, I, I got over it. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it is. And I'm, I'm trying not to, to say things that will detour people from that. But mm -hmm. people need to know that that kind of thing happens. Yeah. And it's not something that is new <laughs> that's right but that's you know something it, that's new it helps me stay focused it's about the people that need to hear it i have to look past all of that be like okay yeah it might be some but the whole thing is did somebody get touched through the song so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that is what that's what yeah. gospel music is supposed to do is minister to yes. the soul through music yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. well i'm going to ask you this because mm -hmm. i'm read this about a sh chicago sock ambassador oh mm -hmm. okay so talk to us about that what is the chicago sock ambassador program um, it was a, the it was an award show i went to 2019 there were these ladies 
they were collecting, they wanted, you know, they were saying, I think, would you like to join the uh, a soccer to them public charity? And I was like, well, what do I have to do? She's like, you just collect socks and you give them to Title I schools, you give them to the homeless, you know, and people like that. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. And I was like, oh, I can mix that with music. So that's how I got into it. And then when I started, I started having musicals for people to bring socks. Oh. <laughs> and then I created a sock puppet band called the Singing for Socks, Sock Puppet Band. And actually, they're just Pringle cans with socks on them with those emoji faces. And I just use them for a conversation piece to raise, you know, to get people to give socks. People started giving money and they started giving socks. And then okay. I get the, I get to give them out. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Well, that is a very unique uh, plan or process because yeah. who knows, I, you know, you always hear people talk about, well, we need to give this and we need to give that. And I think the very mm -hmm. first time I heard you talk about that was when I finally heard some newscast mention that mm -hmm. they say the, the highly requested item yes. for homeless people is socks. It, true. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And who knew oh, yeah. that? Who knew? I didn't know until they, I didn't know. I never thought till the lady told me. I'm like, what? And then she was like, build sock drawers for Title I schools, which are schools that the parents don't have, you know, a lot of money and they're, they're, right. they're like poverty stricken. Yeah. And so I enjoyed that. So you make these sock drawers and you give them to donate them to the school. Okay. So kids that don't have socks and go get socks. Matter of fact, one of the schools out here in Maywood told me they have one for colds. They have a closet for tops. For all kinds of stuff, I did not know that children had that type of issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I worked. I worked in uh, Chicago public schools for over twenty years, and to see the things that these kids go through, I think a lot of people are realizing it now because of the mm -hmm. pandemic. But there were so many children that would come to school with their clothes dirty or really? holes in them and wow. you know so people don't know that they're going through that and then when you factor in the fact of the people getting underpaid i'll just put it that way people getting way okay. underpaid mm -hmm. parents can't afford certain things oh you know, yeah. you know you have growing kids and some people can't afford that so this mission are you still doing it well, we slowed down a little bit with the COVID, but we started up again and actually I'm getting ready to do a musical in September. So we can just go back in the full force. I love doing this. I really, really, really do. And I didn't know with so many people that were living in their cars. Huh. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know wow. so many homeless people. Yeah. Now when you, I love it. When you when you give it out, give those out, do you actually meet the people or do you just uh, bring them to a central location and they deposit the the uh you deposit the socks and then they distribute them for the schools i do sock drawers and we leave them at the school okay but for the other ones we give them directly to them and matter mm -hmm. of fact i partnered with my church and some other people that were giving food to the homeless so you know i put the socks in the bag with the food so oh, okay i love that yeah well you know when we get close to the end of the interview because you know we're still going to be talking but when mm -hmm. we get close to the end of the interview i'd like you to talk more about that well you can tell us now and then just reiterate it later so uh -huh. it's in september you have a, a date an exact date on that not yet because i'm trying to make sure things are going to be open you know what i mean because they're yeah. telling oh it's going up and so i'm not really sure 
but it'll be more on there. And I'll post it on my webpage on Facebook. Okay. Because like, would it be if, even if they can't uh, uh, come in person, mm -hmm. would you have a, I don't want to call it a GoFundMe page because those those have that. those have such a, a negative connotation sometimes because people oh. have been using those as a ruse. You know what I mean? Well, people call me. They oh. call me and they inbox me and tell me I, that they have socks or they give me money. I, will you buy the socks for me? I don't have time. Yeah, they're consistently. Yeah. They do oh, OK. OK. And they, they go to your website. OK. Yeah. Oh, yeah, ain't that nice. So so that is some way to participate um, yes. in getting involved with helping homeless and underprivileged children who and a lot of people didn't know I like I didn't know that mm -hmm. children. I knew about the clothes. Mm -hmm. I knew about the coats, but I didn't really know about the socks that they didn't have yeah. socks and stuff. So that is just a wonder. Sounds like a really wonderful organization. I might investigate it more. You don't know. <laughs> so I told the lady of oh, the lady Phyllis and Shimoto. I can't think of the other lady's name, but I told them I said, "Oh, good. I can mix the music and do the socks at the same time." She was like, "Oh, that's a wonderful idea." Yeah. So yeah. Now, have you done that. a video of that? Of any of your uh, concerts? Yes. My little sock puppets thing on my Facebook. <laughs> okay. Page. My sock puppet then, but I think one of, but you know, it's my voice. I was like, I was trying to sing like a sock. <laughs> <laughs> and how do oh socks sing? I didn't know the socks could sing. <laughs> oh, girl, and they got a nemesis. His name is Dr. Foot Fungus. Oh, yeah, I got a whole story and adventure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that, that is nice. That'd be something wonderful for people to, to look into because sometimes people are looking for ways to help the community ways to yes. contribute and actually sometimes people now i'm going to say that i'm a slight um hermit i'll put it that way <laughs> so sometimes it is good to be able to for those who are hermits actually or people wow. who just don't want to venture out but maybe uh that that's a good charity to participate in yeah, we give to I give to the village every year too. Okay. Village of Maywood, I do sock back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is and, nice. So yeah, because you're making me think. You you making you making little uh smoke pellets come out of my head. And if you want to be a sock ambassador, girl, you could be one too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're like they're trying to give out so far, they're trying to give out a million socks. I think she says so far they've given out a quarter of five hundred thousand, a quarter of a million or something like that. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. It's on the um. You can find them on the internet. It's called the Sockatum. Sock, Sockatum Public Charity. Okay. Yeah. So you can reach out to them. Yeah, Sockatum. Yeah, like Public Charity. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm I'm looking at this. I'm trying to read it right to make sure that we get the information to people because someone may want to participate. Yes. And I might By be one. Means. I might be one. I'll I'll see how that goes. We'll see. <laughs> it, it's so I enjoy. It. It's so much fun. I, I love I love you know, giving you know seeing the people and seeing their faces. I love it. I love it. And then there's such a wide variety of nationalities. I, I love it. Mm -hmm. I really 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 do. Yeah. Well, that's good. 
Now I'm going to transfer back into your musical mm-hmm. background, back into your background. Mm-hmm. Now you were once at four parochial schools. Where Was this at the same time teaching basic music education and school choir? Yeah, because they don't have you. Um, it was Divinity Christian Academy. That was in Bellwood. St. Agnes Catholic Church. St. Simeon Catholic Church. And what was the other one? You know, you get older and you forget stuff. <laughs> uh, I can't think of the last one. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I remember those two because there was stuff that was... <laughs> there were incidences that happened. That's why I remember those. Yeah, but they were fun. I'm sure they were fun. They were a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah, only one that wasn't fun was one of the angles. Say, what school was was one of them because they were like the the parents like threatened me. But oh my, my thing goodness. is this: if you got me teaching a class, I'm not going to give your child an A and they don't do homework. They don't do tests. So we're supposed to just pick the grade out of the air. So hopefully, parents have changed. I don't think so. Oh, there's a there's a lady on Facebook that uh, reads letters from other teachers from around the world. And she is hysterical, I must say, because those people who have worked in schools know that parents do send that kind of information. I'm not really sure why people think that kids should get a good grade just for being present. It's so much more involved. But they need the information. We didn't get that. <laughs> back then, they were holding people back, remember? Oh, well, they yes. did at our school. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If they you did not if, if you did not get the grades, you had to stay back. <laughs> and your parents were in agreement. <laughs> yes, definitely. Now, you have a song called Brave Soldier. Mm-hmm. Was anyone in your family or is anyone in your family in the military? All, almost all my brothers were. Now, okay. Most of them are deceased. My dad, well, they he had flat teeth, so they kicked him out. But yeah, most <laughs> of my brothers were. And, is, and that, I just had a, huh? is that why you wrote the song? I wrote the song because I just, you know, when it came to those, I just, you know, when it comes to soldiers, and I look at mothers like that, they sacrifice so much. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't know if they're coming home, but they go and they're brave and it doesn't bother them. If they do, we don't know about it. It's like a mentality that they have. So I, and because I was a passive person, <laughs> it's like, man, they brave. They not scared of nothing. So yeah, they were like my heroes. Yeah. Like, What'd you just... say? They not scared of nothing. Uh-huh. So, you know, I was trying to find well, like some idols, but I just, you know, I was just very passive. And okay. I just, I, I, yeah, I, the work that they do. Yeah, I have brothers that, um, that well, they're deceased, like I said, but yeah, they did go in the army. Mm-hmm. They were never the same when they came back. So. Wow. Yes, yeah, uh, I, I had quite a few people in my family with, that were in the military, and uh, mm-hmm. you, yeah, it does change people. It changes yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Well, I was because I was wondering. I was like, well, I know I don't think you were in the military. Oh you know, uh, no, that's why I asked about that. No, they were not. They were not taking me. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not her, no. Now, I'm, going. I'm in the army of the Lord. <laughs> I'm a soldier. In the army of the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He so, wants me. 
Now here, uh, I see that you have gotten into, now you talk about you not techie, but I know that you have gotten into uh, your Sunday morning flow and your music therapy moments. Now, I know because I see it pop up on my page sometimes <laughs> oh, okay. that you are putting this online and you talk about not being tech savvy, but tell me what inspired you to do your Sunday morning flow? Oh, being a worship leader? Oh, actually, me and God had this discussion, sort of kind of, you want to call that? It was like, I didn't know he was calling me to do worship. And I was like, now, God, you know, I cannot get people to praise you. They come in, they mad, it's everywhere else. I don't know why. I said, you're the greatest. I was like, but, and he told me to start focusing on him. So that's my point. Sunday morning flow is for people, in my mind, for us to get smeared with praise before we get there. And it's not like you got to think about it. Hopefully, if you join in with the praise or hear the praise, my Sunday morning flow, you'll be good to go. At least your mindset is there. Mm -hmm. So I was saying that hopefully it'll help out the you know praise service. Actually us, because we need to praise them. You know? mm -hmm. Now, is this only on your Facebook page or is this on your LinkedIn page as well and your website? Yeah, it's so on my LinkedIn. No, I don't put it on the website. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I don't know how. <laughs> Actually, it, I was doing it live, but I don't know what Facebook did. All of a sudden they said, you got the, you don't have whatever it is. Talent. So they got rid of my live. So I have to try to pre-post it. Or okay. Like do it. Yeah. Post it. Well, I believe there were some things that changed on Facebook quite a bit because of the propaganda that we yes. were putting on out there. So they had to. When it, yeah. When they changed the name, that's when all of that happened. Right. They had to put a kibosh on some of that stuff <laughs> oh. because you never know what people are going to put out. Uh, oh, okay. When I publish my shows, uh, my mm -hmm. interviews, okay. it takes on some platforms it takes 24 hours because they scan through it or something to make sure that it's prop that it is not you know negative content yeah oh okay wow so, that's interesting yeah mm -hmm. now tell me about your my music therapy moments now okay. you do that on thursdays okay yeah that came from the last i say last 15 16 17 18 Actually, it started when my mom passed and I went through the grief, whatever. I, after that, it was car accidents, surgeries, all kind of stuff. Kept one life storm after the other. So when I came out, God had given me strategies and tools. One of them was praise, the word of God, all kind of stuff. So I try to share that with people in music therapy moments. And actually, God gives me either a singing melody of some kind of a full song or something with which to sing to the people. Okay. So I talked to them about the tools, how I made it through and encourage them that, you know, hopefully to stir that faith. And then he gives me a song. It, like I said, it might be a line or something to sing to them. Now this just popped in my head. I'm going to ask you this. Have you ever done a woman's conference with using your, your um, music therapy moments to help people get, get through or discuss that? Oh, hmm. I never thought about that. Well, somebody was talking about that I should catalog them and do monthly subscriptions. I was like, I thought, yeah, we got to absorb that. But no, I never <laughs> thought about that. What you say? We got to absorb that. Yeah, because I'm like, you know, because you're doing something because you're thinking you're helping people to think of it as a, I don't know. 
I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to reach. I, I guess I have to get to the business part. I don't know. I just, I was so, so much stuff I went through when I see other people going through the grief, multiple griefs and all of that, and they're not making it. Some mm. just give up. So my heart is, I just want to help. I just want to bring some hope. Come on, you can make it through this. God may help me through it. I didn't lose my mind. You won't lose yours. God is your strength. Look to him. Now people, people get tired of you, of course, but God is like always there. So that's what I try to encourage people. people okay yeah and i've gotten some really really good reviews people i've met people on the street they're like oh i watch it live it's such a blessing i'm like really oh yeah I, it's amazing i love that that really mm. blesses me yeah because okay. you know a boy be telling you ain't nobody studying you oh yeah yeah yeah. Double. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, girl, I ain't nobody care about that. Ain't, they ain't listening. <laughs> you, yeah. Or you, you wasting your time. Yes. Or something like that. And, you yes. know, I, I used to say this when I was a youth minister mm -hmm. and I realized this, somebody else saw it in me. I didn't see it in myself. And yeah. it said, you, people are looking at you all the time. You may not know it, mm. but people are watching you and they're listening to you. And one of the associate pastors at the church, he said, watch what the kids do. And this particular time I had hurt my knee. Mm -hmm. And he said, watch what they're doing behind you. So when I turned around, they were limping because I was limping. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, wow. I, and I said, wow. well, I said, well, I thought they were just <laughs> making fun of me. And he's like, you know, sometimes people mimic you or they watch you okay. or they see something that you do and you think mm. you're just doing your regular self. And yes. but somebody is yeah. looking at you, someone's listening to you. So your words of encouragement through your music therapy is probably helping a lot of people who are going Thank through. God. You know, mm -hmm. and then your Sunday morning flow is probably helping somebody, like you said, getting into the mood of it before going to church. Sometimes I would listen to uh, specific songs before. Now I'm singing in a choir. I'm going, mm -hmm. I'm getting ready to go to, to church and sing in a choir, but I'm listening to gospel music before I even get there mm -hmm. to get okay. me. And, you know, so you know, that to me is helping people to understand, mm -hmm. hey, sometimes I need to not just be driving in the car and hollering and yelling at folks and then get <laughs> in a quiet stand and then get in a quiet stand to figure out why I'm not in the mm. mood or why people aren't feeling the spirit of the Lord because mm. you got all that other stuff on you. <laughs> right. You know? yeah. So if you clear your mind and you put start focusing on God and the goodness yes. of God. So yes. I think that that is wonderful with the my Sunday morning flow. Like I said, sometimes I listen to it. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, and it helps people get in a, in a frame of mind. You know, it helps Thank people. God. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. So what if you haven't heard of somebody doing something like that before? Mm -hmm. like you know yeah. yeah yeah so you and, and like i said you never know what people are going through what when they listen to it they may even listen to it after they've been to church and then and they say oh i finally get what pastor was saying in the pulpit mm -hmm. no i it's it's finally starting to sink in uh -huh. uh, okay. you know sometimes you listen to lyrics of songs like I've always been one that I just listened to the music. That was my main thing. Listen to the music. And okay. because I'm a, what, what would be considered a background singer, I was, I, I led songs, okay, but didn't have the ad lib personality. 
Uh, but I led, mm. I've led songs and people tell me, you know, that was a beautiful song and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, really? <laughs> so funny. But you, yeah. and it, it's all in how you feel that song. So I think, mm. you know, listening to the lyrics and understanding what it is. And, you know, sometimes somebody went through something and things remind them of that mm. in the midst of a song. And you right. listen to the lyrics and you listen to it and you say, oh, this is what I'm getting. This is what is touching me. Mm, so you yeah. never know. Yeah. And then God always give me songs. So I, I, I just say, also said with pinning 3000 plus songs, got to do something with them. I don't mm-hmm. record them all. So he gives me that. Those are platforms that I could use them. So that, that blesses me. That helps me too. Yeah. So I think, I think I may have asked this, but I'm not sure. Did you, have you sold any of your songs to any other artists? Sold them? No. Uh-uh. No. Okay. People have asked to record them, but I don't know. Uh, they never fo- followed through? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know some songwriters, they write songs for other people to sing. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, you know, has anyone else recorded any of your songs that you've written? I've gotten calls. Yeah. Well, um, New City Mass, he's a right now guy. They recorded that. Okay. I forgot the name of the label, but yeah, recorded that. And then I've got some, some oh, Carl May, I'm sorry, Carl May was in Change, um, Community Choir. He did So Glad to Be Here. Life Without You Won't Do. It's like three or four songs they did. Yeah. Choirs. I recorded the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. See there? I jogged yeah. the memory. I jogged. Yes. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah, they did that for me. They were supporting me. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. I, I wish I could find some old people like that, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Well, you never know. Somebody may be listening and they might be looking for some new, a new song or a new sound. And oh, okay. you may have already written that. And mm-hmm. they say, hey, you know, do you have a song like, so let's say, okay, me, I'm coming to you and I'm looking for a specific song for my choir. I got a sound because, mm-hmm. you know, every choir has a different sound, although some of them try yes. to sound similar. I was... I know. I featured, I, I did a, a retake of Orlando Draper. Uh, okay. I did a, a tribute show to him and the associates and listening to mm-hmm. their accents of singing a song, you know, taking just a, a song that you've been hearing for years and then for them to do something totally different with it. Uh, you know that uh, a lot of the songs, Cosmo sang some songs and they would sing songs different than mm-hmm. anybody else. And uh, right. Milton Bronson and the Tommies would sing yes. a song and they would sing something different. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'll just say James Chambers and the Ecclesiastes Community yes. Choir, they sang different. And yes, so if here I am, I am a new, uh, I guess a newfound choir mm-hmm. and I come to you Paulette and I say, can you write me something that sounds like a hymn, but is a psalm? Oh, does that make sense? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I tell him, yep. I'll be like, let me go to the Holy Spirit because he's going to drop me something and I'll give it to you when he tell me. (laughs) (laughs) 
So what you're saying is that you're open if someone comes to you and say, oh yeah, you know, I, I have a song and I really want to sing it. Because I know that some people, and I'll, I'll tell you this, this little funny ditty is that, uh, as a matter of fact, a lot of ECC choir members still laugh about this. When mm -hmm. ECC was getting ready to do one of our other recordings, mm -hmm. several songwriters came to rehearsal. James would have them come and he would oh, have yeah. them present the song. He would have them present oh, the song. Okay. So there was one uh, songwriter that came in and printed, presented the song mm -hmm. and the whole choir looked at James like, are you serious? No. So we went ahead and we went ahead and ran through the song. Mm -hmm. And after James heard it, he kind of looked at everybody else. So when the songwriter left, we all fell out laughing. I was like, okay, oh. he did oh. not, this, this songwriter did not get the, the choir. The choir. Yeah. And the Damn. song that was trying to be pushed on the choir was not the style. So I, you know, and I, I've seen that happen even when, you know, you hear some choirs singing some stuff and they're kind of struggling through it. It's because that song really didn't fit their style. That wasn't wise. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that was funny as I'll get out. We laugh about that yeah. to this day, about <laughs> how, how funny that was. And we still wow. remember the, we still remember the lyrics to the song. And we, and like I said, the whole choir looked, they were like, we were, looking around like is he wow. serious <laughs> yeah that's funny oh my yeah they so, need to, to study the person so, right okay so talk about that so if you decide that you want to write for someone uh tell me what your process would be if uh, someone approached you a choir director or a group or a solo artist well, i'm going to listen i'm going to listen to what their style is first then i'm going to pray then we'll get that song yeah okay yeah yeah all right you gotta you can't just that's like these people okay i won't start talking about 90 they find they 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 don't find out the person's culture like if you're gonna date somebody in another culture you should find out about it's the same thing with music if you're gonna write a song for something for somebody you gotta mm -hmm. find out what their style is if not you are you have to date before you get there yeah okay so that's an that's another good pointer for someone who is emerge uh, an emerging songwriter is find the style of yeah. the choir of the artist find that mm -hmm. style and then go to them and say this is what i have for you i was As trying to explain something similar to this one guy i want to put his you know send one of his songs to um, somebody and he's like, well, I got this other song. I was like, but that's not the type of radio station it is. Mm. But if, if it's country, you, come on, you gotta, you, whatever, they go to the country, whatever the state, you gotta listen to their music before you submit it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. you can't just, it's the same thing with, yeah, listen to the person's style. Everybody don't have, if, most of us have a signature sound. Yeah. Some are yeah. copycat books, yeah. And you don't just, just like me, I'm not gonna. Now it was funny because with Progressive, <laughs> they had this song. I forgot what it was called, and it was too high. But it was so funny because my sister said she told told Elder Pastor she told you it's too high. When she get through singing for y'all, she got to sing and make me some money, and the whole choir just fell out. But the <laughs> problem is that the song was too high. <laughs> mm. So I'm singing, choking, <laughs> and sounding horrible. <laughs> 
And that's so it. Gotta... That's something too. Is that a song may be out of someone's range, yeah, but someone insisting on them singing it, and that is a disservice to a couple yes. of things: the musicians, <laughs> a disservice to the the vocalist, a disservice to their actually to their body because if they can't sing out of that range seriously because you're doing damage to your vocal cords yeah people just need to be humble you know what i'm saying (laughs) oh i got this song it's going all over the world y'all better sing no you gotta be humble listen you gotta be slow with the bible said be slow to speak and quick to hear yeah you gotta be humble come in with the humble mind i'm coming you know not hey better do it i say do it a lot of musicians a lot of artists they have that attitude you gotta have a humble mind (laughs) (laughs) well now i want you to tell me about your new single that's coming out i'm a miracle well the song is about actually if i can go back when i was a teenager because every day i wake up when i turn you know that's sad you remember that but anyway before i gave the lord my life i was a manic depressed teenager always my mother's like, you remember that? I don't know if you remember Gulliver's Travel. She said, you are always talking about something's going to die. It ain't going to work. She's like, oh, God. So anyway, I gave the Lord my life. Actually, uh, I, I was so such a depressed child. Every day, it was like the devil was antagonizing. You need to kill yourself. You need to. So I did try to kill myself. It, I was like, every day and night, it was like a tire on my neck. So I did attempt suicide. But God brought me out. I woke up the next morning, and I was still here. I never forget that. I never. And right after that, I got saved. I gave the Lord my life. Mm-hmm. And it's been, I, I, hey, I'm just glad. I, I don't forget it. I'm here. I'm mm-hmm. like, I couldn't. Matter of fact, there was another guy that week, uh, same day, tried to kill himself. He died. So I oh. never forget that. And that's one of the reasons I'm a miracle because God intervened. And then even when my mother and sister passed, I was like, okay, it must be my time to God. God is like, no. I was like, but can I sing to you? Can I pray enough? He's like, no, it ain't your time. But the the <laughs> mental thing, because like for two years, it was like, first I said I was going to live under the Vidoc in Chicago, oh really. Right? I was like, I'm done with life. My mama gone. They were my life. They were my identity. We all did the same thing. Well, outside of Jesus. Mm-hmm. But we all did the same thing. So when they were gone, I have other brothers and sisters, but the, all of us did that. All of us are songwriters. All of us were singers, all me, my mother, and my sister. So when they were gone, I felt that it was like this whole unbearable. But mm. God began to feel it by talking to me. Okay. And so after two, I would sing to him every day. I'd fall out on the floor at night. In the morning, I was like, God, I need you to get all of this together so I can go to church. I don't want people, you know, distracting me. Oh, she's so sad. Her mom and sister called. So mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't want that kind of attention. So I just kept, every day I was just talking about, like two years, every day, every day. So my frame of mind changed. Even though God has spoke, there's purpose in your pain. I was like, I don't know what he's talking about, but okay. Mm-hmm. So as time went on, then come the three car accidents. Oh my God. Then the two life-threatening surgeries, we just get to the hospital. If you had got it five minutes later, you'd be gone. Mm. It was just like so many things after another. It's like the enemy was gunning for me. But God is like, no, she got work that she has to do. Mm-hmm. So that's what the sun is about everything that I'm going through. Through the last few years, including 
when I had that bout with um, attempting suicide, I'm a miracle. I'm a miracle to have my mind. I'm a miracle to have my body parts still. I got them all. Thank you. Mm. She's got a couple of teeth missing. That ain't got nothing to do with the, that ain't got nothing to do with the car accident. They just, you know. <laughs> but I got my body parts. I walk with a cane sometimes, but it's getting so much. Oh my God. After the car accident in 2017, my leg was bent. So I'm walking crooked. Mm. It finally grew out. So God is good. I'm a miracle. That's mm. I'm, I'm, Amen. My thing paying homage to the goodness of God. He didn't have to. He didn't have to keep my mind. He didn't have to give me peace because while I couldn't sleep, but then mm-hmm. I started sleeping. You know, the more I talked to him, not in the world, the more I prayed, the more I sang to him. So it's a miracle that I had my right mind. And one of the reasons I remember being, you know, being a musician and on, on Mother's Day, mm-hmm. people for years when I was younger, it's like, you know, that I can't go to church and they class, I'm getting their wine bottles. I was like, they crazy. But after losing my mother, I do understand. Mm-hmm. I get it. So even to make it through that, woo, one thing I'm I'm a miracle. And it's a, it's a, it's a um, homage to God. Okay. It, it's bragging on him, all the mm. stuff that he did. Yeah. So hopefully it'll stir somebody's faith. So what I said I wanted to do is I'm going to start a blog. I want people to send me their miracle stories. And I'm a, oh, I gotta work on that too because we gotta put them in small <laughs> technology. Another one, girl, another one of those things. But I really, 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 I don't want it to be about me, but about all that God has done, not just for me, but for others as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're doing that. Your your release is coming out on what date? 21st of May. 21st. <laughs> I'm tired. You're so loud. I'm excited because it's talking about miracles. Oh my God. We need them. Yeah. Oh, this day and time. Oh. Oh yeah. 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 I think that it, it will speak volumes to a lot of people who've gone through a lot of different things and to understand that just hold on. God is God is working things out for you for a reason. People, Not just all, yeah. I'm sorry. Right. No, I was gonna say not just for you know you thinking it, but God is really working things out. Yes, so. yes, yes. And I was like, if anybody survived the COVID, you got purpose. You better believe you got something to do. He got you here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Now tell us about how my audience could get in contact with you if they want to get in contact with you. Facebook inbox me. Um, my email is all lowercase p t r i p. L-E-T-T-213 at yahoo.com. That's Paula Triplett at yahoo.com. But you can inbox me on Facebook. You probably can inbox me on Reverb Nation, but I'm not really sure because I think you have to be a member. On that. Okay. But definitely through my email and through um, Facebook. Through, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right then. So, and you have a, you're planning a socket to them event in September, 2022. And mm-hmm. if people want to find out the dates on that, they can send you an email and yes. your website. Yes. And I will send them the uh, information. Okay. Yeah. That sounds great. This, I, I know this has been, this has been fun because I know we were uh, chit-chatting, chit-chatting before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to thank my guest, Paulette Triplett, for participating in this segment on Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold. 
These shows are to explore, record, and raise excitement about gospel music and its gold. I hope you, the audience, enjoyed this episode as much as I have. Please send me an email sharing your thoughts about this show segment. Also, if you have any suggestions of future guests you would like to hear on the show, send me an email to let's talk to gmg at gmail.com. That's let's talk the number two gmg at gmail.com. You may also like and share the episode. And if you subscribe, you'll be alerted when the next one is published. I am your host and Sonia saying, let's sing, let's shout and tell of the great news through Gospel Music Gold. Until the next episode, take care and God bless. This episode has been sponsored by Nelsie IT. The disaster has happened. We were all caught off guard March 2020. And in many cases, there is now a rebuilding process which must take place. How does this affect you as a church leader or a small business owner? With over 20 years of experience, we can help you create an emergency response and a business continuity plan for your church or your small business. We discuss methods of preparing for the next emergency or disaster. Here are a few things we can speak to you about for your church. How to continue communicating with your congregants without access to your physical location. How do members reach the leadership staff? What about church records? Are they safe and available? And here are a few things we will cover for a small business. Communicating with your customers and meeting their needs and or orders. Do you have a backup process to keep your business records safe? We can talk about technology, security, and record keeping. For more information, Contact us at 708-762-3587. That's 708-762-3587. And we can discuss how you can feel more comfortable in creating a emergency response plan and or a business continuity plan. Mm-hmm.